0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Good night, Shabbos. I'd just like to wish a special mazlodstaff to Rabbi Mrs. Gershon Brafman on the birthday of a great-grandson. I uh, also a personal hakarzatoyev uh, in thanking Reb Gershon, who will speak this shal and our shul, I want to thank him for that as well. Just a short thought as we go into Shabbos, Shuvah, the Shabbos right before Yom Kippur. We mentioned this a couple times already, but there's a famous oruch laner, famous statement that he made, <clears throat> the great Yabiyak of and he said that when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, historically speaking, there are two extremes. Sometimes the year following a Rosh Hashanah that fell on Shabbos, things were very, very good for the Jewish people perhaps abnormally successful for the Jewish people and the world as a whole. And Chas Shalom, we've seen throughout history, that a year following when Rosh Hashanah falls on on Shabbos, things have been significantly difficult for the world and for the Jewish people. And the Rech explained that the difference is it depends how we treat Shabbos. Because the reason we didn't blow shofar last Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, last Shabbos, was because of Shabbos. So if we didn't blow shofar because of Shmirah Shabbos, then Shabbos will protect us throughout the entire year. And Shabbos will be our ticket to a very, very good year, Mr. Shem. But if we didn't blow shofar on Shabbos that Rosh Hashanah fell out, and because the fear of violating the Shabbos, and yet we didn't treat Shabbos properly at, in the subsequent weeks, then we lose that protection, we lose that Shmirah from Shabbos. So the Arach explained, every year when Rosh Hashanah falls on the Shabbos, the following year depends on how the Jewish people will treat the Shabbos. If we're actually careful with Shemir Shabbos week after week, and we're more zahir, and more sensitive, and more careful with keeping Shabbos, then it can be a Mirza Shem, an amazing year, a wonderful year, a year full of only brachas. But if Chas V'shalem, when Shabbos comes week after week, we're not careful, we're not sensitive, we're not extra medactic with the rules of Shabbos, and it's Zahirus and Shabbos, the Chas V'Shalom says, history has shown us how things have gone in a very, very negative way. So it's our job, the first Shabbos of the new year, it's our job, our responsibility for ourselves and for our families to remind everyone that we have a big, big job at hand. We have to make sure that every Shabbos, or at least at least the first Shabbos, the Shabbos before Yom Kippur, we need to make sure we're extra careful. More Zahir is more Zahir, more careful about Chas V'Shalom violating the Shabbos and in that way, Mitz Hashem, this upcoming year will be a year that Shabbos protects us. And we honor the Shabbos. Hashem will honor us. Hashem will, will give us all the wonderful brachas in the Mitzvah It should be an amazing year. I just want to share a short thought that I think is also very relevant to the Parsha, as is to the time we find ourselves. Two psukim that jump out in this week's parasha where the Terry describes in the beautiful song of Azino, describes the Kodesh Baruch Hu's way of dealing with the world. We say in the beginning of the parasha, when I describe my Kosh Baruch, we say, Hashem is perfect. Hashem is perfect. We don't always understand His ways. We don't always understand why or what and how and if. But we believe Hashem is tamim. It's perfect. Everything is, everything is gechejim. Everything has a time, a place, and a reason. Unfortunately, we don't always understand it, but we believe. And we find a similar passage later on, where the Pasik tells us, that Hashem says, I will hide myself from you. You won't always see. Sometimes we don't know, we see the Yad Hashem, we don't understand the Yad Hashem, but we need to remind ourselves that Hashem has a cheshbin for everything that happens. And it's very apropos as we come to look back at last year. We're now in Tavshimpeh Dal, we can reflect on Tavshimpeh Gimel, to look back and see how Yad Hashem was perfect, how Akashbach had a plan, a cheshbin, an idea for what and when and how. And it's worthwhile sometimes to look at these things to see where and how Hashem had a plan. And he did, and he orchestrated. And everything he does is just in fear. They say, over an amazing story about the great Poisek Adar of Grzynski. The later part of his life, Chaimoyzer had some health concerns, some health issues, and he had to spend time in Germany by the natural baths, and he had to be away from his Kehillah in Vilna for the Yom Neroim. Obviously, you can imagine how broken he was how depressed he was to be away from his, his prized Vilna, what a lovely, wonderful Jewish community, such that you can imagine how the streets of Vilna must have looked like on Yom Neroi, Yom or Rosh Kippur, but unfortunately he had to be in Germany for medicinal reasons. And he was very depressed over it, he was very bothered by it. While he was there on Shabbat Shuvah at Mincha, he meets a fellow who seems like he also doesn't belong. And he asks him his name, Aleichem. and this fellow says, yes, I'm also visiting, I'm from America. So they get started to talk a little bit, and the fellow tells him Chaim that he's from America, and he had a brother who lived in St. Petersburg, his brother just died, and he left a bunch of small children. And the family has been pushing him to marry his uh, sister-in-law. And that was his plan, his plan is to marry his sister-in-law, and to fill, in, fill the role as the new father for his young nephews. Chai said to the Yid, you can't do that. That's against the Torah. It's against the pasuk and the chumash. The Torah says you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife unless it's yibum. unless there's no children. Here there's children. It's a violation of the Torah. This Yid as perhaps reflective of American Jewry in those years. He wasn't having it. He wasn't hearing it. He wasn't depressed. He, he said, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what we made up to do. And the Moiseh kept on pushing him on pushing him and trying to explain to him, like, this is not just a chumrah. This is not an extra credit thing. This is basic sukkim in the chumash. And the man walked away, he wasn't really moved by the words of the Paisa G- Adar. And the fellow said to Chaim he said, maybe if the chief rabbi of Vilna himself would tell me, maybe then I would listen. Chaim turns to the man and he said, I am the chief rabbi of Vilna. And I'm telling you, this is not allowed. Only then Chaim Merz realized that there was a plan. a Kodesh Baruch who put him here, in this community where he didn't want to be away from his family and his, and his, his, his beloved killer, because he was going to save a yid and a family from being over a serious isser. And he knew now, this is why Hashem put him where he did. So as we reflect over last year, Mr. Hashem, a new year of only good things, we can look back and see, ah, yad Hashem, Hashem put me here because I had a job, I had a mission, I had a purpose. We talked a little about this Rosh Hashanah before the shoifer. Sometimes in life we can always reflect back, and that was always a good time to reflect back and see where and how. Why I was put where I was. Why I was at a certain time, at a certain place, at a certain time. We can reflect back and we're Everything Hashem does is perfect. Hashem has a cheshben. Sometimes we don't see it. We don't understand it. But as we grow closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we view him as our Melech, we realize that he has a cheshben for everything. Mr. Hashem, we should keep the Shabbos properly. We should value Shabbos. We should see more and more in our lives, Yad Hashem, we should see clearly how a Kol who is navigating and orchestrating every step in a life, and that Emet Hashem, wishes all good a year full of happiness, a year full of bracha of Yeshua, shaduchim, Parnassah, There's so many things we ask for, so many things we need, so many things Kol Yisrael needs. Emet Hashem, this should be the year where all our feels are answered, toivah, good keben shar and a good shabbos.